1: Listen in as I talk to my friends and colleagues about our industry so we can all stay sharp. Hi everybody, welcome to this week's show. I think I've got a good one lined up for you. The uh, main feature is going to be an interview I did last fall during the Camp APP event. And that's going to be with Paul Rayner of Bound for Glory in Staten Island, New York. And helping me out with that interview is actually going to be Courtney Jane Maxwell of St. Sabrina's in Minneapolis. Camp APP was a, a pretty cool event. It was just for APP members only. Uh, kind of a way for us to connect, build some friendships without having to really just focus on being in classes all day. Uh, It was a pretty nice event. As I record this, I'm getting ready to leave in a few days for the Association of Professional Piercers annual conference, and that's always a a big highlight for the year for me. Taking classes, teaching classes, going to expo, getting to see all my friends, it's it's great, I really love it. So really, you're going to have some of the best body piercers in the world all just kind of hanging out in Vegas together for a week. Uh, some shops might be a little bit short-staffed during that week, so you know, be patient with them. A lot of their staff are away getting their continuing education. They might have uh, a few staff members who were unlucky enough to draw the short straw, and they stayed home this year to, uh, to take care of all their lovely clients. At uh, my studio, I've got Aaron Foster holding things down for me, so thanks, Aaron. Uh, Evan and I will enjoy Las Vegas for you. Later on in the show, I'm going to have a few minutes talking with Evan about what we're excited for uh, coming up with conference, but first I'm going to answer a question that I received on Tumblr. This one says, Hi, my name is Joe and I'm from France. First of all, thank you so much for the gorgeous pictures and all your kind and useful answers. I've got a very specific question about how to pierce transgender and non-binary individuals, especially those born with female anatomy like myself. Is there any way to pierce a female body to make it look more masculine? My body piercer expressed great interest when I asked her, but she never did that kind of work and we both simply don't know where to start." That's a, a great question. Lots of piercers are servicing transgender clients now, and it's important to understand what kinds of options you can give them. First, when it comes to any kind of intimate piercing, I always say talk to the client in a, in a private area. You don't want to talk to them at your front work counter where clients and other employees might overhear, because you don't want them to be embarrassed, you don't want them to hold back on what it is they're looking for, you want to be able to use frank language and really just discuss things openly and honestly. So bring them into the piercing room, bring them into an office, bring them somewhere quiet where you can just have an adult conversation with them. My take on what makes a, a masculine piercing, especially a masculine genital piercing, has very little to do with, with gender. It's not really a male or a female issue. For me, it's it's really the the bulk and the heft of the jewelry, the, the placement in relation to the anatomy that gives it that kind of masculine look to it. It's kind of that 1990s sort of feel to it, mostly larger gauges with larger end pieces, uh, less about gemstones and, and colors and really more about just overall weight. So when it comes to genital piercings, for me, I would think, you know, larger gauge sizes. But keep in mind that masculinity is is more of a mental perception for some people. So just like a transgender individual might choose their own pronouns for how they refer to themselves, you can choose your own pronouns for when you refer to your body piercings, especially your genital piercings. So if you are on hormone therapy and you have an enlarged clitoris, that's more akin to maybe the, the head of the penis. You can change your pronouns from being about... Uh, clitoral piercings to being more about penis piercings so you can say well rather than a a vertical clitoral hood you know let's call this a, a dido piercing uh, rather than outer labia piercings, you can call it a, a hafada. Instead of a fourche, you can call it a guiche. Instead of a Christina, you can call it a pubic piercing. And just saying those words out loud sometimes can kind of give you that added masculinity just in the perception of it. Uh, once the piercing is healed, you have lots of options about, you know, heavier, bulkier jewelry, stretching the piercings, wearing weights, different things like that, that can add even more masculinity to it in the long term. If you have a question you'd like to have answered on the show, email me at piercingwizard@gmail.com. gmail.com. I'm also happy to get any suggestions you might have about topics or guests. So next up is the main interview for the week. That's going to be with Paul Rayner of Bound for Glory in Staten Island, New York. And helping me out is going to be Courtney Jane Maxwell of St. Sabrina's. Uh, this week I'm at Camp APP in uh, Rutledge, Georgia, and I have Courtney and Paul, and then just going to talk about piercer stuff, so go ahead and introduce yourselves.
2: Hey guys, I'm Courtney Jane Maxwell. Uh, I pierce at St. Sabrina's in Minneapolis, Minnesota, um, and I've been piercing for going on 12 years, and this is my first time at camp, but I've been doing the APP conference for a long time.
3: My name is Paul. I'm a body piercer out of Staten Island, New York. I have been piercing for 17 years today, actually. Holy slippers. That's crazy, Today's my piercing anniversary. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Um, You're using uh, a
2: good cream. You look nice and young.
3: Yeah, yeah, really? Oh, wow. (laughs) That's good. I'm impressed. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. all right, that's that's great. So before I out. started recording
1: this, Courtney was asking how you yeah. got into the industry yeah. because yeah. for people who haven't met Paul, he's kind of a tech nerd and he's also a piercing nerd. So I'm just wondering where the two roads
2: totally. crossed. Yeah.
3: And so, yeah, aside from like the tech thing, I was a pastry chef before I started. You were uh, an
2: interesting combination. Yeah,
3: it's very weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've always been into tech stuff, but uh, I was getting pierced for a while, like before and after high school. I went to a Catholic high school. So I uh, couldn't really have piercings there. So like 94, I got my first piercing and then um, started getting pierced again after like 99. And yeah, like I said, I was getting pierced by my piercer and she, uh, she was getting married. Her husband really didn't want her doing piercings anymore. And uh, we had a really good uh, relationship. I asked her to teach me. Uh, I, had to, I had to write out this, uh, this five-page essay she wanted and uh, on why I wanted to be a piercer. I wrote it out. She's like, you know, I'm just looking for one word. And she looked for the whole thing. She was like, okay, yeah, we're cool. We can do this. I started learning. Uh, learned for uh, a year before I started piercing people. And then about four months after that, um, she passed away. Uh, she had a small hole in her vena cava. And uh, it was like hereditary. Yeah, that was that was kind of shitty. So um, uh, my apprenticeship ended kind of there. I didn't really feel comfortable working on Staten Island because everyone kind of knows everyone. It's a very small, uh, small place. So it's like you go to the mall and everyone knows you. My wife now like kind of realized that in the beginning of like our relationship. Like, she just thought I was, like, super popular, which, I mean, I'm not, you know, but it's just, like, everyone knows everyone. It's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of like, you know, you, you come from, like, she comes from, like, an area. It's, like, a small town, like, where everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's big, but everyone knows But it's Staten Island is big, but there's just so many people. Everyone knows everyone. Yeah, so I worked in the city at two really bad studios. People would just walk down and say what they wanted, you just pierce them, and then they walk back upstairs. You don't get pay, you know paid by the piercing, you get paid by the hour. Like Revolving Door Studios. Yeah. Like, you never develop a relationship with a client. I felt comfortable where, you know, I didn't think I fucked anything up, so I went back to Staten Island, and that was um, November 8th, 2001. I got my first uh, job at a studio on Staten Island, and I've been working on Staten Island Straight ever since. That's awesome. Yeah, so.
2: When did... Yeah. um when did you start getting involved with the APP
3: um, so in 2004 um, I think I was doing some research on piercings and stuff and uh, I found Elaine's website at the time was rings desirecom mm-hmm. she it still forwards to her new site but uh, I found that's how I found out about the APP because uh, I went on there and she's got like Pierce referral section no one it said no one uh, in New York City was an APP member so uh, at the time the studio I was at was kind of just like I needed to get out of that first studio that I was at. Mm-hmm. A very good friend of mine hadn't opened up his studio yet, so I kind of just needed some place to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just felt like it was going to be like a lost cause, trying to, you know, modify the studio. Like, plumbing is, like, really a major issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. we've all dealt with that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of shops have yeah. run out I that. I didn't realize, like, that, you know, like, that's, that's a big... You know, uh, cost to have it'll to, make or break your location. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's a lot of studios in the city. They're very tiny, and um, there's not much. You can't really do. You, you know, have four rooms. It's, it's impossible to have four separate rooms for everything. But uh, I just, yeah, I felt like, okay, it's definitely not going to work here. This studio is going to end up closing. It's and it ended up. It did end up closing. The the owner of the studio was just. More readily, he was. It was easy for him to spend money on like a stormtrooper outfit than it was to uh, <laughs> like advertise. And this is like you know a, a man. Like it's like he's a he's a. Don't business
1: disparage owner. people who enjoy collectibles. No, so I, I don't
3: mean it like that. You know, <laughs> it's like, get your priorities straight. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like we need we need dental we need like this yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. we need you know yeah. like get the stuff that get supplies yeah. before you know imprint, yeah the
1: business know. pays for the toys
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you
3: know like I don't know like I was saying like Neil Med, my surplus on Neal Med is how I've been able to do all this stuff mm. you know so I mean if your jewelry just pays for more jewelry awesome like just continue to make what you're making as like just a body piercer if you buy if you buy all your own stuff now I'm rambling like that, this much, exact, so, that's exactly, yeah, that's literally what podcasts that's are that's
1: for. all right, all right. Yeah. So people, yeah, all right. So I just. This is all going to be other body pierces being like, totally, man, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, the, so when did, um, when did you become a member?
1: Uh. Kind of recently. Yeah. Are you a new member yet? Um, March,
3: I oh, think. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. you. Yeah, thanks. Because he was yeah, a scholar.
1: Yeah. He was a scholar one year. Yeah, Liz.
3: Okay.
2: Sh- that's, I was trying to figure out, like, where the connection was. I remember seeing your yeah, comments for yeah, what.
1: So, but, yeah. How did, how did. I feel like, did we talk at all before? We talked a little bit before you applied, right? Yeah,
3: because I was trying to, so I actually used your old sterile room yeah. as like a way to modify what my sterile room looked like. I yes. think I might have sent you photos. Yeah, you I remember that. I remember talking with you about um, that. I know that you were like busy, tra- like traveling and stuff, so. Yeah, I'm always. Yeah, somewhere. yeah, so I kind of, I saw your video on yeah. YouTube, and I was yeah. like, this is exactly what I'm going to make. This. And it was, it was smaller, Yeah. you know, but I just kind of felt like with the way the cabinets were and the shelves were. You can have like a super
1: just, small space. Just, yeah use it efficiently. That's the whole thing. People like stack stuff on top of each other and it's yeah, like, well, always, just have a shelf, have a I cabinet, use the other side of the room. Like, well, it's,
3: yeah, like, yeah. it's like yeah.
2: building a great kitchen in a small space, you know, you just yeah. have to know yeah. how to do it. So. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. It re- but yeah, that was really the main thing was it was just, I knew it was going to be hard, like a layout of a studio at this place mm-hmm. and just getting it, the, the owner to, you know, make all these other changes. Yeah. And then, uh, so I worked with this artist, a really good friend of mine um, that I met in August of 2003. Um, working at the first studio that I worked at on Staten Island. Uh, he made his own needles. He drew everything that he did. The first tut- tattoo that I ever saw him do, like, me and my friend were sitting on a chair and he was what? he's like, yo, I think that guy's done with that tattoo. I'm like, no, it was a big back piece, man. There's mm. no way... Sure, shit, this guy was fucking done with this tattoo in three hours, I'm like... A back piece? Uh, it was like most of his lower back, yeah. and then like the flag... Okay, uh, so it just blew through it. I don't know the name of the statue thing, yeah. so oh, I just yeah. say, yeah, Hiroshima Nagasaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, Iwo Jima. Sound really, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thanks, alright. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he did my whole back in like four hours and 38 minutes Jeez. or wow. some shit. That's yeah, insane. so he's fucking quick. And I was just so shocked. I'm like, wow, this guy makes his own needles. It's like I've never. He made me read this whole tattoo book, and I'm like, yo, I started. I'm like, yo, my grandfather got tattooed by Charlie Wagner. It's kind of weird. Like, I didn't really understand that, like, these people that, like, in the industry for Mm. tattoos, like, I kind of, like, I don't know. So I was like very interested. He was very into into tattooing and I'm like, I'm kind of into period, you know? So when I, the first day that I left that studio, he called me immediately and was like, when I open up my studio, you're going to come work for me, right? That's awesome. I was like, wow, yeah, that's awesome. It's going to be great. Yeah. This friend that I have in the industry, uh, his friend that I have, he's going to help me become, uh, it's going to be awesome. You know, he's going to open up a studio. It's going to be awesome. And then he opened up his studio and, uh, it was really busy at first, um, and in 2008, I wanted to go to... I'm like, I got money. Mm. I'm going to go to my first APP conference. No, uh, it's too busy. Um, it was. It's just me and him. I need someone to talk to clients in front of... studio. It made sense, you know? Yeah. Too, very busy. I get it. 2011. And this is the thing. Time, it's like time flies. You know, not yeah. realize yeah. like 2011, I'm like, I have money again. Yeah. I want to go. Yeah. And then uh, we relocated studios in uh, 2014. I think uh, it was June of 2014. I ended up I had no room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like piercing out in like the waiting room. I had I had nothing. It was it was very uh, like my own mother came in and knew. Like, this okay. isn't, this yeah, isn't my where he wants this to be. my mother's got this thing where she, like, dances when she's, like, upset. Yeah. She started dancing. And I'm like, oh, fuck. It, like, made me upset that my yeah. mom is, like, upset. Yeah. She was never really into because my Because she knew what doing. you would have wanted, and she knew yeah, that you didn't yeah. have it yet. Yeah, So she's like, like, I am I go over, I start dancing with her, and she's like, Paul, you're, like, you got to leave here. You're, like, his secretary. You need wow. to leave. And I'm like, holy fuck. How is my mom... And I don't know. Yeah. And it took me, like, it took... Me having uh, someone that I knew come in and finally, like another artist finally came and worked at the studio, Mm -hmm. like almost seven years, this guy never had another employee, even that I never noticed that. Yeah. Finally another employee and he's treating this guy like shit. This guy's got like, you know, he doesn't want to be off on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like he's missing out on money too. You know, like he's got a wedding. He's got this. He's always getting shit for it. And uh, you know, I'm like, I said to my wife, I'm like, John gets treated like, it's so crazy how John gets treated. And she's like, and you, what about you? And then John quit. That's really what it was. John quit, and I started realizing like, you know, eight years I've been getting treated like shit. It's like crazy. Like, nothing that I've ever wanted, I've ever mm-hmm. gotten. Like, t- the only days that I could take off were. Like, if uh, I wanted to take my wife to go to, a co- uh, like, a tattoo convention to show off her back piece. Yeah. And even, like, that was, like, pulling fucking teeth. So how'd you find your, your new studio? Well, Bound so John left and yeah. went to Bound for Glory. Like, I kind of... John was uh, drawing something for uh, uh, their Reaper. They do an a art show every year for their anniversary. Okay. And I seen him drawing something. I'm like, this is definitely for... Uh, uh for their show and I'm like yeah you're quitting aren't you yeah and he ended up working over there and i mean i don't know i i don't know everyone but i kind of knew everyone over there and i'm like uh i worked with uh, one guy before mm-hmm. uh who worked there and i'm like everyone's man friendly there they they had, uh, uh, the owner, I guess, Nick had kind of said to John, like, hey, you know, it'd be funny if we can get Paul over there. And uh, but when I quit, you know, I, there were a couple studios and uh, that's the thing. Everyone there was very friendly. I walked in to that place and the guy, Dave, I didn't, I hadn't known this guy for more than five seconds. This guy, are you going to work here? He's like, you're going to work here? I'm like, yeah. 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 I'm thinking about it. He's like, you could have my room. So you could have my room. I'm like, mm. what the f-? like I don't even I don't even know this guy for five seconds I know this guy for fucking 13 years yeah talking about that he's like should have been my best man and complains complains about that like the glass blocks that you could lean on mm-hmm. like that's how tall they were he needed to sell like some polo shirt like $1,500 polo sweatshirt $1,500 polo sweatshirt make that like a like, windbreaker not mm. even a windbreaker like Make that make sense, you know? Like, build up three more rows of glass blocks. Not my fault that you want a glass blocks. Yeah. He didn't want me ruin his vision with fucking three hundred eighty dollars worth of sheetrock, (laughs) though. (laughs) It's like read that. Like, give give an employee what they need to succeed. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, and you can always upgrade, like.
1: Sheetrock wall, and then and then later live on live the dream you know, of like, the glass block yeah, wall like, you later. Know, break,
3: you know, save yeah. up the money for the glass box and then break out a portion of it. You know, yeah. make your employees happy; they they will be happy. They'll make you money. And I, I got glass block in my studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Get nerd. Get nerd. <laughs> well, I mean, how long did it take you to get? You know, I mean, fifteen years. Yeah, I mean, to they, get yeah, those glass he, blocks. He had that studio for like at the time eight years, but he yeah. was not. That's the thing. It's 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 been funny to watch like tattoo artists that own studios mm-hmm. that are not very responsible with their money. Like the guy, Oh, the guy that I work tattooers for, aren't good with
1: money. Well, that's yeah, a shock. No,
3: the guy that I work for now,
1: he's not got, to disparage me, I any mean, tattooers. He's, he's <laughs> got listening. two
3: studios. He's, he's put published books. since it's, it's very nice to work at a studio, yeah. like a legit studio for like people that actually care about, you know. So how
1: did you, how did you make uh, the switch for, for jewelry? Like well, how did yeah, you start to transition when well, you got uh, in?
3: So, um, I kind of took, a lot of the stuff when I left because, I mean, I needed stuff yeah. to work on. And that's the thing. Uh, they they all kind of tell me at work, too, that I still, it's kind of funny how, like, not funny, but I am still in shock about a lot of the stuff that happened at that studio. Like, I don't eat in front of mm. anyone. I don't know. There's little things that I don't do because yeah. of the shit that I, that I had to deal So one of the things was money. Like, I, don't, I didn't want Nick to have to spend money on me. So mm. I just, everything that I had was mine. I had my own exam table. I had cabinet shelving like stuff to like so you just moved it all over i moved it all in and i mean you know the jewelry too wasn't really you know what i wanted but um you know like now it's like now i have to try to convince like Mm -hmm. this is what we need and all that stuff and then billy came and billy knows nick and it was just kind of nice because it was it worked it was like uh yeah you know you just need to kind of do everything yeah and then it was it was it was all on me finally like all this time. Like all your own time.
1: investment, your own profit, yeah, like independent yeah. contractor kind yeah. of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, That's cool. Yeah. That's a good position to yeah. be in if I you, mean, can, it, if it, you it, can pull it, it, it,
3: it off. It's It sucks, you know, but um, it's great. It's rewarding because it's like, you know, I have or, I order all the jewelry and when it sells, it's like, oh, it's nice. I did yeah, that, yeah. you know, but um, I've been able to save up for that order, you know. It, it was, it was, it's, it, the learning sucked. Like if I could do it differently i probably wouldn't have started out with certain companies I you have no with...
1: idea how many piercers have that exact her yeah. me yeah. everybody it's yeah. it's one of those like if i knew then what i know now but you yeah. can't there's you know, no you, way there's no way you have to make yeah.
2: mistakes in order to figure it out yeah you know? and i made
1: plenty
3: even yeah. like yeah like if I, you know just i probably should have started out definitely with like well you know what probably shouldn't what say company names or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, whatever. I mean, Pierce no, is listening. Good, uh, yeah, no, 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 it's, it's but fine. Yeah, but
3: there's just, definitely more companies that have jewelry that's more versatile. Yeah, definitely. Like things that I probably should have started out with first as opposed. So if to you
1: like, saw a video of like my, my sterile room, yeah, that was yeah, my yeah. second studio yeah, for when I published yeah. that. So I had that studio for 10 years, but for five years before that, I had this little hole in the wall yeah, where yeah. it was just one piercing booth, not even a room. A tattoo booth and like the, we had like a, a top load autoclave in the tattoo station. Yeah, 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 the yeah. only hand-washing sink was in a tattoo station. Uh, there was carpet in the lobby, like all this stuff, you know, and it was external jewelry, acrylic jewelry, like all that stuff. Like not even like Tygon bars, like those PTFE bars oh for like God. napes and yeah, surface, you know, yeah. like that's what I was working with for years, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I got out to my first conference and it blew my mind. And then, you know, I started, little bit of jewelry where I could afford it, but it was a super long time. Like, you know, if I've been in business for 16 years, I'm, I've only been an APP member for the last four or, yeah. or something like that, you know? So it's, everybody's got that.
3: Yeah. 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 It, it, it definitely did suck a little bit, but it, like I said, it is, it is nice. Like everything is on me. So when I don't have something, it's my fault. Yeah. Like, I don't have to say, you know, not that, not that this would happen at this studio, but even like the first studio during my apprenticeship, I watched my piercer, like, need like large gauge general jewelry and mm. then the client leaves because it's not there yeah and they don't come back like
1: and know, and right. it's it's kind of good to not be in a position where you have to wait for like a tattoo owner to deem it like oh necessary yeah like yeah. oh you don't need sterile drapes it's a body piercing yeah, you don't need yeah. this it's a body piercing yeah
3: yeah like it's uh it was it was night it was it was shitty for another body piercer to see that situation that i was working in but it kind of it also lit a fi- like I didn't, I didn't want this, I didn't want Billy thinking like, you know, this is like, this is how it is. But
1: that's but, how, I mean, that's how Billy got better and that's yeah, how everybody gets better. Like learn, you bring yeah. somebody
3: in and you're like, all it right, lit a fire for me hang out for the day, take quickly. notes at the end of the day. Yeah. Tell me
1: what you would, what you would start with for improvement or something. Yeah,
3: it was, it was not like, that's the thing. If, if it wasn't for Billy coming to that studio, I probably wouldn't have applied for that scholarship. Yeah. Getting that scholarship, I wouldn't have met. Any like just going to APP conference, I probably wouldn't have talked to anyone. no yeah. no, one would, no one would have heard this which, awesome. Which Billy? Uh, Wood. Billy Wood. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, Billy Billy. Yeah, Billy. Okay. Billy's got a tattoo. Him, Billy and Nick have like matching. You gotta ask Billy to show you the tattoo. Okay, I had
2: no idea that you yeah, guys were yeah, buddies because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've I've, I've seriously. Yeah, so awesome. Billy's that you guys everywhere. Are well, no, again. I know it's awesome, but like I, I, literally, I he got in there and it's like I ran out of town. It's hilarious. Yeah, he's yeah, been because he's only he's been a couple days now. Like yeah, like a week maybe. yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, no, it's it's fun though because. Again, I when, earlier when I was talking about how much I love the accents and stuff, yeah, yeah. having Billy in my studio and being li- able to listen to his ridiculous accent makes me so happy so much. Like, it's just...
1: Billy's one of the most, like, bad. positive energy people r- you'll ever meet. Oh,
2: yeah. He's like a little fireball of yeah. just, like, getting getting stuff done and just, yeah, he's just, he's a lot of fun. So, yeah, dude, yeah. you gotta come out and visit.
3: Yeah, seriously, yeah. That'd be a I've been lot looking of fun. into like tra- uh, trains and stuff going
1: out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a bus that you can take from New York to Nashville, uh, New
3: Hampshire. I can't I can't do hate a bus. Can't do the bus. Um, Flights, Manchester, New Hampshire. Yeah, if see, want to come uh, out. <laughs> I was gonna try to fly to Jeff's thing. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. But that's like on a so holiday. So
1: to No, screw you, Ryan. I don't want <laughs> <come laughs> to come out because you
3: don't see that Jeff's thing. Up. Yo, so your thing, uh, your thing was like early this year. Last year, I went to something during the Boston Tattoo Convention. The Convention this year seemed like it was
1: like they changed it instead of August. It used to be like Labor Day time yeah, every year yeah. for like ten years, and then they changed yeah. it where now they have one in the other side of Massachusetts, and now they do the Boston one in like late winter, early spring. Yeah, and it threw good. it threw it all off, but yeah, whatever.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry.
2: So so I know I want to know. So the reason that we started this little thing is right. because. Oh, yeah. Is because to the people listening, this guy is apparently an Uber nerd that we didn't know out.
3: Uber. Uber. Uh, nerd. Uber yeah. yeah. Oh <laughs> Uber my god, nerd. I love that. So
2: so let's talk about your uh, let's talk about secret party people. Hi. That? We're doing a podcast.
1: We're doing a podcast. Say hi, Kelly.
2: Oh, hi. So tell tell me the history of your of your of your dorkdom. Like when did you start getting into the, the so, stuff? Uh
3: nineteen eighty seven. Yes. Nice. Uh, I uh, my parents got me an Apple IIGS for Uh, Christmas and uh, that's that's, a computer, not a phone. It was the first uh, ever uh, computer with eight bit graphics and sound. Um, It's pretty awesome. I got to play like my first ever like video game on that. Uh, yeah, for to, for my parents to get that, to spend money on that, was kind of ridiculous. It was a, it was a lot of money for back then. Like, I had a ColecoVision. Uh, ColecoVision was like the ghetto version of Atari. Oh, I knew version. Coleco, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all right, all right. I just, uh, a lot of people, I don't know, they had Atari. Like, where was yeah, it? well, I started off with Atari. Yeah, I never had a Coleco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, uh, my, my my parents will hate, the, you know, uh, this part. I, I don't know. I always remember my uncle uh, getting me these weird things for the, like, the computer. Like, just weird coding books. So I would always like type out all this stuff and then like the end thing would be like, oh, this thing, this red dot came up and exploded, this like firework. So it's <laughs> like you type out this thing for like an hour and it yeah. what would happen. It was kind of cool that you can kind of program the computer to do that. And then um, I just started tinkering with computers. Uh, my parents ended up Getting it like later on and like parents had this really shitty Dell that they finally got rid of and uh, I ended up uh, breaking it like immediately And that it that you know breaking stuff uh, And then needing to fix it, you know, because you don't have you don't have money to go out and buy it's not something yeah. it's not yeah. necessary yeah. at yeah. the time to have yeah. the internet. It's a luxury item. Mm-hmm. For me it was. Yeah. For me it was always like once I had the internet, I need it all the time. <laughs> and you've seen yeah. the way that I've been this whole time. And I've always oh, yeah. had service. Yeah. I've always had so ser- <laughs> everyone here has always had service. The walking, met- Wi-Fi. the walking yeah. Wi Fi. The walking Wi Fi. Yeah. Um but uh yeah. The internet uh, and just computers in general have always just been important to me. It's uh, it's just nice to know what's coming out, what's what's going to happen next. Yeah. You know, uh, breaking that computer and then having to fix that because I was like just so reliant on mm-hmm. having that. Um, so now it's phones. Now it's tinker with the phones. Phones. Um, so I I, uh, I play with a lot of these like little mini Raspberry Pi computers. I get them to do crazy things like. Uh, like uh, Cody's like the new thing oh you got to get a fire stick bro like no I don't need to buy a fire stick Like I just can program Cody on a computer to do that like I don't need to spend I recognize like, the words that are coming out of
1: your mouth I but, know, but right, I don't I understand
2: what you they are mean. you so, are above us with your language Yeah, at that point, trust sure. me
3: it is not it is not good to know any of this because if <laughs> anyone out here knows like what I'm talking about They know that like if you've ever like I've never had to deal with a fire stick thing, but I have people that so, like bought ones for people and mm-hmm. when they break when those idiots <laughs> that don't know what they're doing with the fire break it they immediately get a phone the friend gets a phone call like oh man i broke my fire stick i can't watch my my uh my tv like help me out like and you know it's like you don't want to be bothered with that. It's like, oh, you're good at websites. My email doesn't load. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It. You know
1: what this is? This must be what it's like when clients that don't know anything yeah. about piercings come into our studios and they're like, "Tell me about jewelry." And we're like, "Well, surface well, polishing, and and blah, blah." That's and they just I give you that it. blank stare. That's why I started talking
2: about this. And I immediately was like, "Oh, I'm the customer right now. Yeah. I have no idea what oh, you were." That, that, saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was talking yeah, about. I was like, "You were saying letters and numbers," and I'm just like over here, and I'm like, "Autoclave."
1: Like Everyone's
2: like, "What the heck is that?" How often
1: do you sport? Test that computer exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so so I want to know. I want the cre- frequency
3: things that I was saying before. I want to know like your the-
2: credentials. I want what what programs like to to someone that might know com- computer stuff. Like what what stuff can you do? Like what stuff do you know how to use? What are you fluent in?
3: Uh, so right now I've been experimenting with uh, Tails OS. It's like very uh, and, and it's like it's a uh, we're on like I think like the second like two and a half. Version of it, um, it's a complete uh, operating system that uh, utilizes the, the. Oh my God, hold on! Let me push up my fake you glasses. You nerd. Fake glasses. Uh, <laughs> uh, my, the Tor, the <laughs> yeah. Tor, Tor uh, uh, system, like Onion Router, uh, to like you know kind of make you anonymous. On oh, the totally! Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I know Onion Router. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> know yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: this is good, though. This is
3: so great. <laughs> no, no, it's good. Uh, all right. So what? Um. So you know, I, I don't really want to talk about like whatever I, I guess what I'm working on now. It'd be kind of cool to, like talk on like talk about things that I I'm proud that I have worked on that yeah. I'm not around. Anymore, Anymore. Yeah.
1: So I like. Work you have on th- one minute, and then we're all going to start to smoke's going to come out of our ears.
3: Yeah, right. but do it, do so, it. So yeah. like real quick. So one thing that I worked on that I thought was very cool was called Mugshot. Mugshot was like the first thing that you ever had to download as like a social networking, uh, like it. it was like not an app, but it was like something that you and a an, an, uh, program that you download onto a computer to like be part of this social networking site. So it was like the first thing, the first app, I guess. Um, that I ever worked on uh, is social networking. You know who he would have gotten along
1: with so well? Shannon. Shannon. Yeah,
3: Yeah. I saw a lot of stuff. He used like Arduino boards and I thought that shit was so awesome. Yeah, you uh, would have been into it. Were you ever on BME at all? uh, For your career? I, uh, I didn't. So... Um, missed the missed the boat. No, no, no. I didn't miss the boat. So I go on this. I'll use uh, HF boards as an example. It's like a hockey thing. Mm-hmm. I've been on HF boards for a very long time, but I don't have an account because it says like been a member since. Mm-hmm. Right. And if I sign up now, you know everyone will think. Like, Two thousand sixteen. You oh, don't like you hockey, don't know shit, bro. You know. Yeah. Like, I've been yeah. Re- you know, but yeah, that's the same yeah. thing. Like I wasn't able. I didn't sign up like right away. Yeah. Like I'm kind of one of those people that needs to sign up for something right away. Right away. away you would have loved. I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I could have met, like, and that's the thing, like, even, like, that studio that I worked at, I I never met anyone. Mm. And working at the studio that I work at now, being able to meet <laughs> Billy, and then Billy kind of pushing me to get that scholarship and meeting all, like, it, it's, it's been, and that's really why I've been able to, that's why I've been doing so much stuff, because yeah. I have not met anyone. Yeah. Like, like someone was like, you know, oh, I've been here, where have you been? Like, yeah, I haven't been anywhere, because I yeah. just was not, yeah. really just not able to take fucking days off to make myself yeah. better. I like, know a lot of people someone. that have
2: been doing this for a long time that have just been,
1: like,
3: Perfecting isolating. their craft in their yeah. like little island. Yeah, Staten no Island. There's no one. There's no one else. It's. it's Are there any mm-
1: other APP members anywhere in the
3: New so, York yeah, uh, area? Adam uh, in Brooklyn. A okay. uh, uh, hand of glory end is near. Yeah. Uh, uh, Okaloos.
1: All the names of these studios sound like hardcore bands.
2: They do, yeah. yeah. But you I mean, <laughs> know, New York, right? Well, yeah. Well,
3: Adam, Adam was a uh, uh, painful. I, I don't know if he like. I don't know a lot about Adam, but he owned Painful Pleasures. And yeah. Work for. I watched some sick ass VHS tape back in the day. Nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, what is that? The the whole story, or something. That yeah. He, I think oh. He was, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. He. If I'm thinking of the same Adam. Yeah. I yeah. so. I'm. I, I don't know. I, this is gonna sound. I'm gonna sound like an idiot if I'm wrong. I, don't I sound like an idiot every day. All right. Awesome. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, he just became a member again. He was a member before and he's a member now. Mm. I think there's another person in his studio that is a member. And then um, James was telling me about uh, Brooklyn, I- Iris opening up. And I don't, I don't know what- know what
1: Iris th- wants to take over the world at this point. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good
3: for, if they're able to, good yeah. for them. Yeah. They're putting yeah. out great work. Like, yeah. So it's all that matters. Yeah. But yeah, that's be kind of, it's kind of nice to, you know, um, that there are other people in New York City now. But yeah, even Jersey that, you know, Painful Pleasures and. um AJ? Uh, yeah, AJ Goldman is in South Jersey, but then even Lene and uh, Sydney at mm-hmm. Diamond. Yeah, Diamond Heart. Yeah, I always tell people about those two studios as well. Is um, that Flemington? Uh, uh, Flemington, and then the other one is in Hawthorne. Yeah. I think Plainful Pleasure is in Hawthorne. I always get the places confused mm-hmm. yeah. with those two. Yeah, I get a lot of people. Um, Staten Island is filled with people that want to get like. General work done but don't want to get pierced by a guy right so i tell them too i'm like uh, i tell the people at the front i'm not a guy i'm not a girl tell them i'm a fucking computer yeah i think yeah. that is yeah. a joke but yeah. it's it, yeah. it the truth um you remember Look, i'm last...
2: not doing your piercings with my genitals i'm doing my piercings with my hands yeah, yeah. They, are, yeah. they are gender neutral yeah, yeah. yeah
3: um but yeah last year at APPA i was wearing like the glasses the google glasses yeah like, i'm just like super I remember that. Yeah, yeah i'm super nerd now gonna that didn't work out as good as i thought it was going mm-hmm. to shock yeah, yeah. I was kind of bummed out about that. I figure, uh, cause I I'm better with like repetition. Like yeah. I can like watch something and record it, and then like watch it over and over and over. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that didn't. Workout—it's heating up a lot. Like making that side of my head. Oh my head God, right, you're man. such a nerd. I signed up for uh, Google Contacts, though. Yeah. I'm kind of excited to get nice. some shit injected into uh. my fucking eye. that be. Uh.
1: <laughs> no, i only kidding. I'll I'm wait only and see kidding. how it works out for you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to wrap up this yes, podcast before now. it gets too too yeah. long. But so uh, my name is Ryan Willette. I'm at Precision Body Arts in Nashua, New Hampshire. Where can humans find you guys on the internet?
3: Oh Saturn, I'm on Saturn. Saturn. Okay. Only- uh, so my username uh, for work online would be. I prick you, I P R I C K U. The letter U. That's um, on Instagram. And Instagram. Tumblr. I'm on Snapchat. Tap find me on Google Plus. Can someone please find me on fucking Google Plus? <laughs> like I'm the only piercer on fucking Google Plus. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, you can find me. Um, I'm I'm still I'm old school. I'm Instagram and Facebook. Courtney my Jane, face? No, uh, my no, face No, I it's probably still up there though. Yeah. Um, just Courtney Jane Maxwell. That search that name and you'll get my Instagram and my Facebook. So.
1: Internet. Well, thanks <laughs> for listening to another piercing wizard podcast. I love those guys, but just to put it out there, Paul, it took me like almost two hours to edit that interview because of all the swears, so I guess you owe me one. Up next, I'm gonna talk to Evan Quinno from my studio, Precision Body Arts in Nashville, New Hampshire, and we're gonna chat a little bit about what we're looking forward to for the upcoming APP conference. I'm leaving for the APP conference in a few days. Uh, My other piercer, Evan Quinno, is gonna be there with me. Uh, Say hi, Evan.
0: Hey, how's it going?
1: So he just uh, mentioned the fact that I've got some, some nice fishnets in my office because the theme for Banquet this year is going to be 1990s theme, so I'm going to be goth Ryan. I'm going to bust out some Marilyn Manson shirts, and I got my eyeliner and all that. So it's going to be pretty ridiculous. I'm excited for it. We were talking about some of the other things that we're looking forward to at conference, you know, classes and and different stuff. For me, uh, I'm really excited to do the, the tongue class this year. Uh, I, I feel like um, a lot of people overlook that piercing because it's just so commonplace, but also younger piercers don't have a ton of experience with it because it's not very popular anymore so it's important uh, to to go back and revisit basics from time to time and that's exactly what my class is going to be called revisiting basics on tongue piercings um what, what are some of the things that you're looking forward to
0: uh, big things for me this year is actually getting out and exploring a little more
1: like outside of the hotel yeah yeah
0: that whitney's um Female genital piercing class. Yeah. I can't wait for that.
1: Yeah, that should be good. She showed me the uh, the slideshow for it, and it looks awesome. Her and Tiffany are going to nail it on this one.
0: Yeah, I'm just excited to see new speakers, meet more new people, and see who's coming this year.
1: Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. You're going to be working for the Leroy booth at Expo too, right? Correct. Yeah?
0: I'm going to be doing three days.
1: Yeah. Are you nervous or excited? or?
0: I'm just excited.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I can't really think of what I want to get at Expo yet. I know we talked about some different gold and stuff. I definitely want to take a good look at the Body Gems case. I think those, the little teardrops are, are pretty good. Um, I want to get some more plain hearts too. I, I don't think I want to do like the super fancy style hearts anymore. They're, they're like really frustrating to put in. Uh, I think I also want to check out Body Vision right when they open up. I want to get that. Did I show you the picture of that Dutch braid piece? No. It's, oh, it's super cool looking. I'll show you a picture of it later, but it looks awesome. I want to grab one of those for myself and um, maybe get a couple more ring styles. I think I might maybe want to try a few different clickers, but I'm not really sure yet. And I want to check out the the new stuff from tether this year. So anything else like on your mind for, for expo?
0: I'm hoping to see what people have in store for new products. Yeah. As far as rings and ring styles mm-hmm. and see what Diablo has for hanging styles. Did you see, did you see Luis's line yet? Yes. Those look really neat.
1: Yeah. They look cool. Um, you know, I know it's just the the one stone size right now, but you know, I, I think you have a lot of uh, a lot of variety options. You know, since it's a, a cabochon cut, you can put a lot of different like mix and match things in there, um, and it's definitely got like a Louis style. Like you can really tell that it's it's designed by him specifically. But are you gonna be Are you gonna be dressing up for banquet nineteen ninety style?
0: I haven't decided yet. Yeah, but I was thinking about breaking out the old band T shirts. And- yeah.
1: Were you like a Jenko's kid in the 90s, or were you like an emo kid?
0: I was kind of a mix between the two.
1: Yeah. I was like goth at first, and then I turned into a Jenko's kid, and I completely regret those fashion choices. <laughs> so uh, I, I actually looked on Amazon to see if you can still buy Jenko's, and you can. And now the super annoying part is whenever I scroll on my phone or on Facebook, all these ads for Jenko's come up, and it's like, it's it's really embarrassing. So. We'll probably touch base a little bit during conference week or maybe when we get back and we'll kind of talk about how uh, conference week actually went for you and uh, what cool stuff we found at the expo. For more information about the show, visit piercingwizardpodcast.com or like piercingwizardpodcast on Facebook. For more info about your host, visit precisionbodyarts.com or search Ryan PBA on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. If you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcast, and Google Play. Music by Benny B. Blanco. Show copyright 2017, Precision Body Arts, LLC,
3: all rights reserved.